Welcome to this episode of ClearedCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Lidos. Lidos has a long history of innovative problem solving dating all the way back to 1969 when Dr. J. Robert Baster founded his crazy little company. Today, they're a global 38,000 employee Fortune 500 enterprise committed to making the world safer, healthier, and more efficient. Lidos's vast experience spans diverse markets, including aviation, defense, energy, government, health, intelligence, science, and space. Search thousands of great career opportunities with Lidos at clearancejobs.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of ClearedCast. I'm Katie, Editorial Communications Manager with ClearanceJobs.com. And today I'm joined by one of the five military men and women with large social media followings that actually had their identities stolen and used by Nigerian romance scammers during the COVID-19 pandemic. So these scammers trick people during a vulnerable time and a study from SocialCatfish.com called Catfishing, a Growing Epidemic During COVID-19 gleans some pretty interesting insights. Here at ClearanceJobs.com, We are always encouraging our military members and the cleared workforce to operate with caution in such a digital age. So Megan is joining us, also known as Cami Online, and she is active duty guard. So Megan, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of ClearedCast. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I thought that we could start a little bit about what your role is in active duty guard. A lot of our clearance jobs audience is former military. Yeah, of course. So my MOS is 42 Alpha Human Resources, but I'm currently operating in the S3. So I do assistant operations and training as well. Excellent. And you know, it's funny, the other side of the clearance jobs audience is usually HR personnel and recruiters. The clearance jobs marketplace actually operates on a secure platform. Scammers, and folks that are trying to sort of exploit people during the COVID-19 pandemic, like you'll probably tell us a little bit about, are not able to get on our site. But I really thank you for you know joining us to share your story. Catfishing, if you're not aware, is a deceptive activity. A person is creating a fake identity on a social networking site, and it's usually targeting a specific victim for some type of fraud used usually to gain you know finances. If you don't mind, could you tell us a little bit about what happened in your situation? So it actually started back in 2017. My social media following started picking up a little bit because I was like really big into fitness. And that's when people really just started like to take my photos. And um, it started with somebody that I actually know. And she pretended to be me for close to two years. And I had no idea. So then it progressed. And now you know, with me modeling and things and having like a larger following, it is harder to kind of like sift through, you know, all of the followers and see like who I think it might be. Most recently, there has been instances where people will take like most of my modeling photos and then they will contact people, usually like older that probably don't have a lot of experience with the internet. And they will tell them that like, oh, you know, I'm deployed, I'm overseas, I can't afford shampoo, conditioner, I can't get body wash, or, you know, they kind of give them like a sad story. And then that's when the unsuspecting person feels bad, offers to send money in order to get these things. So there's been a couple of different instances where people have sent upwards of $13,000 and $5,000. And none of that, you know, was 
was me. I wasn't involved in any of it. But then people come to me because I guess they end up doing like a reverse image lookup on Google and they will find my images actually like attached to my Instagram page. And then they'll say, hey, this person is pretending to be you. And, you know, some of them even are silly enough to try to follow my Instagram. I actually had to make my Instagram private because there were so many catfish pages being made of me. They'll actually try to request to follow me in order to get more, I guess, content to scam people with. Wow. Well, and it's funny that it's not funny, but that you have to actually sift through every request now just to protect or maintain sort of your identity and hope that these scammers are not stealing your content. Yes, it's a very difficult thing to keep my influencing and modeling separate from my military life because it is, you know, a big part of me. Like the military, you know, I represent the military. 24 7, 365, and I love my job. I love being able to serve my country, and I won't let anything jeopardize that. So that's why I've had to really be more cautious of who I allow into my social media because, like you said, it can cause like a security concern. In one case, there was somebody that actually created a fake military ID of me, and we had to report it. The ID was clearly a phony, like it said PFC sergeant which if you're familiar, you know, PFC is not sergeant. They were just not, they were very sloppy with it and they wouldn't have gotten anywhere with it anyways, but still it's, it's a security concern. And then one time my first sergeant pulled me in the office and was like, Hey, somebody told me you have like 10 Facebook accounts. And he was like, but why are you saying you're a lieutenant on one of them? And I was like, first sergeant, that's not me. And I said, I have one Facebook account. Please report the other ones. If you do see them, I would not say that I'm a lieutenant. Actually, I don't even have that I'm in the military listed as my job on my Facebook. I don't list it on my Instagram either. I mean, I may post pictures in my uniform sometimes because I am in my uniform so much, but I try really hard to just like let my social media identity be separate from my military life. Sure. Well, and that's one thing that we've talked about ad nauseum at Clearance Jobs, just being careful what you do list online. Because like you said, if these scammers are, you know, pretending to be military folks, because they can use the excuse that they're deployed, so they can't come see you or meet you in person. Not listing those things is super important for anyone who is in the military, and probably a good way to mitigate if something like this does happen. But so when you started to get these notifications, or people were reaching out to you, or you even maybe stumbled across some of these profiles that you knew were not you, what else can you do besides report these profiles? Honestly, there's not really anything that you can do anymore. Um, As I'm sure you're aware, there used to be something called the Stolen Valor Act, and then it was punishable offense. Um, I believe it was like a misdemeanor for somebody that like, falsely donned the uniform or pretended to be in the military, but that's not punishable anymore. So the only real thing that, you know, we can do is my photographers can press charges if they're stealing my photographer's content because the images belong to the photographer. That is my photographer's property. Mm -hmm. So that's really the only thing that we can do. Even then, if they're in Nigeria or somewhere else in the world, what is that going to do? We have to find them. We have to, you know, it's just a big mess and having to track it all down. It's 
more pain than it's really worth, I feel like. So I report it, scan my following, and if I see accounts that I think are fake, I block them. My block list is probably three miles long on Instagram. (laughs) And, you know, even last night, I had somebody try to reset my Instagram password. So I don't know if that's, you know, one of the Nigerian scammers trying to get into my account or what it is. It wasn't me. Right. That personally happened to me. It was probably around the same time as you, 2017. It was on my Facebook, but uh, just people trying to, when Facebook transitioned to having a Facebook marketplace and requiring credit card numbers, uh, more and more people were trying to retrieve people's accounts and information to try to clean them out. One thing I found from the social catfish study, Americans lost 201 million to romance scammers this past year, which is insane. And it's funny. Yeah. And it's more than any other type of scam. And that number is projected to increase in 2020 because, you know, everyone is isolating. I'm not sure. Would you have any thoughts on how people can protect themselves, especially from our military community, if they do have a following or a growing following like you did yourself? So this is kind of a funny suggestion, but you know, if you find yourself speaking to somebody that you think you might be getting catfished, tell them to take a photo with something crazy, like tell them to put a spoon on their nose or something and send the photo to you because guarantee that they're not going to find a photo of me online with a spoon on my nose with, you know, my name on a piece of paper or whatever. So if they refuse to do anything like that, it's probably a scam. If they refuse to FaceTime with you, it's probably a scam. If they are so eager to get money out of you, it's probably a scam. There's just so many different things that you need to watch out for, especially like you said, with everybody being isolated and having so much more time on their hands. And then, you know, the economy is really struggling right now. People are losing their jobs. People are losing their homes. So people are desperate to find ways to make money. So, you know, it it does make me feel bad because I wonder if some of these people that are scamming have hit like a financial struggle because of the pandemic. But at the end of the day, like it's still not the right thing to do, you know? So I just caution everybody to just look into the person that you think you're talking to. You don't even really have to look that hard. You can just do a reverse image lookup on Google and find the person that the photos actually belong to. That brings up a great point with reverse image on Google. I know that now a lot of there are companies that will generate artificial and well, artificial intelligence generated profile pictures. So if you can't find that, you know, Google image, you still sort of need to do a little bit of research into who you're talking to and just, you know, proceed with caution. You know, it it does surprise me that, I mean, and folks are so good, they're listening to these sob stories, and they're actually moving forward with the process and losing money. That just seems crazy to me. The way I operate online, I might be paranoid, but if anybody tries to get any type of personal information from me, I'm just, you know, okay, thank you next, right? Exactly. Well, and I'm sure that you operate that way now. I mean, if you do have your Instagram profile on private, you monitor everyone who's trying to follow you. It sounds like you might be a little, for good reason though, with the situation that you went through. Well, I've also had really scary circumstances. Like I, I have followers, I guess, that 
that really, you know, enjoy following me. And then they'll like, if I post that I'm somewhere, they'll be there. They'll show up. And um, that's, that's really scary too. I've had circumstances where like, I was like, Oh, maybe I know him. Like, who is this? And so I was like, do we know each other? He's like, no, I just follow you on Instagram. So those types of scenarios, you know, I have a child. Mm -hmm. I don't, you can't trust anybody. If you don't know them and don't have the time to actually like do research on somebody, I, I don't trust anybody. I wait now to take photos. Like I still do tag myself places, but I make sure I'm gone from the places for quite some time before I'll ever even post. Sometimes days, days later or months later, I may go back and pull up a picture of my food that I ate at this really awesome taco restaurant and tag the restaurant just so that the restaurant can have, you know, some advertisement. I like to share my experiences, but I'm also way more cautious about how I present things and when I present things in order to protect my son and myself and make sure that we're taking all precautions that we can in order to do that. That's a great sort of, well, Clarence Jobs, our unofficial mascot is a secret squirrel, but we're always encouraging folks, you know, don't tag the location that you're at right at that point in time. And that's a, that's a great tip, you know, just pulling it up later so you can still give small businesses uh, or, you know, locations sort of the credit that they deserve because, you know, social media is an advertising tool as well. Do you have any other sort of secret tips for folks in our cleared or military community who still want to have a social media, but maybe be more secretive about it? I definitely say to be cautious of what you do post, because like I told the last interview, once you post it, it's there. So you can delete it in two seconds and 50 people already have it because they took a screenshot, you know? So just be mindful of what you're posting. And honestly, like just pay attention to the geotags. I don't know. People, people are just weird because sometimes people will even take photos of me and tag me and like, people that I don't know. So just going through your tagged photos and untagging yourself just so, you know, it it helps keep your location more of a private thing. And that's another reason why I changed my name on social media so that it's not my military name, because I even had people that I knew in the military that, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm trying to keep my military life separate from my private life. So let me decline your request to follow me, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Because I, I think that you should be able to still grow and like use your social media platform in a positive way as long as you're not discrediting the uniform. I don't do anything to discredit the uniform. Like I said, I love my job and I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize it. But there are also things, you know, that I would rather keep private and personal to me. And just keep my professional life very professional. With all of that being said, like I don't plan to decrease my social media following or my influencing because like I said, I have built a platform now and I'm able to reach a larger community about important ideas or movements or, you know, just important things that like I feel are important to me. I'm able to, you know, influence the following and I think that can be a really beautiful tool too. Absolutely. Well and One thing that I personally think, you know, with so much technology and innovation, when we are living in the digital age, it does bring a lot of perks, it does bring a lot of positivity and, you know, having a platform to speak on what you believe in. But with that, it does bring 
some of the more negative, you know, consequences, like people having more access, scammers, you know, having more opportunities. But I think really, it's just about finding that balance. Uh, Like you said, using some of these strategies to protect your identity, but still, you know, operating online, you know, because this is where all the younger generations are operating anyway. Yeah, definitely monitoring like who's able to access you and paying attention to the surroundings. And you really never know who's around or who's watching. Well, and so you mentioned that you do some modeling on the side. Would you have any recommendations for our military folks if they do want to have sort of a side hustle? That's something that we've written on our news site about news.clearancejobs.com quite a bit. But would you have any recommendations or tips on that? I would just say find your niche and run with it. You know, so many people cautioned me of my side hustle, right? At the end of the day, I know that I keep it professional in uniform and I keep my personal life separate. And I I consider my modeling like the side hustle. I consider that my personal life and I keep it very separate from my military life. So I don't, I don't discredit the uniform, but I, I definitely think people should be able to do it. You know, like I said, find your niche and run with it. Don't let people discourage you because they will, they'll try to tell you, oh, you don't need to be doing this or this looks bad or whatever. But at the end of the day, I have young girls that are coming out of high school that come to me and they're like, wow, like, you are awesome. Like, you're working hard. You are in the military. You're beautiful. You model. You're doing all these things. And I want to be just like that. I'm going to talk to a recruiter this week. You know, so at the end of the day, it can actually help with our strength and numbers. Just really depends on how you present it. So if you just stick with it and like I said, follow your niche, you know, anyone could have their side hustle and just still be able to maintain um, a professional demeanor in the military. Sure. I love that. Because, you know, one thing that, you know, the national security community wants to do is attract younger populations. And I think younger generations, getting them interested in the military or in this field, we have to sort of meet them where they are. And me, I'm a millennial. I have a few different jobs that I've done at one time or, you know, notoriously millennials or job hoppers. We like to be exercised and challenged and sort of, you know, keeping up a fast pace. And I think people having a side hustle helps to broaden their, you know, professional workings, who they work with. And I think it's something that we should allow for sure. Just making sure I think that you still operate in a professional way and don't discredit the uniform and your support to the military. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you that we have to kind of meet the new generation. What do they call them? Gen Z? Gen Z, Um, yes. Yes. Like we have to meet them kind of where they are. And like, like you said, like social media is such a helpful tool. Everyone's on it now. And our future of our military, that is where our future is. Times are changing. Technology is changing. And, you know, we can't operate in the same old ways and expect to have like evolution within the military, we have to be able to pick up and adapt to new things. And I definitely think that social media is a good platform for that. And um, I I know a lot of recruiters, they make a whole recruiting page dedicated to reaching out to the younger soldiers. And I think a lot of times, like, especially like younger females, they think, oh, wow, if I join the military, I'm gonna have to shave my head and I can't be feminine and I can't do this and that. But like, I'm the perfect example of yes, you can. Sure. I'm the perfect, I, I keep my nails done. I keep them within regulation, but I still get to get my nails done. I still get to, you know, have my hair nice and fixed as long as it's within regulation. 
I don't know if you've heard of the She Can Do Both pages, but I'm posted on there pretty regularly. They like to share a woman, you know, in her professional uniform, and then they'll make a little collage and they'll post her in like a dress or something that shows like, you know, she can do both. She's a jack of many trades and you can still have your identity and be in the military. And I think that that's like super important for our younger generation to understand because that they're just so afraid of like losing everything that they've worked hard to like build up or to gain, you know, confidence in. That's the majority of the like type of people that reach out to me that they're afraid that they can't do this and that. And then I'm like, well, look at me, you know, I do it. So why can't you? And I'm also really good at my job and my bosses all have nice things to say about me. So just keep a good work ethic and you're able to maintain, you know, your lifestyle just the same. That's a beautiful thing. And I love on social media, we do have these pages that are showcasing the the folks and specifically the women, because I would love more women to get involved in our military and want to join. You're so right. And so I love these pages. Uh, long story short, I love these pages that are showcasing the folks behind the uniform because you can do both. And that's very well said. I love it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, Cleared Cast. Megan, also known as Cami, thank you so much for joining me. And everyone should go check out the study from socialcatfish.com called Catfishing, a Growing Epidemic During COVID-19. Megan, again, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Cleared Cast. Thank you for having me. Everyone have a great day. This is Katie Keller, editor at clearancejobs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cleared Cast. To learn more career advice, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. 